Hello, it's um, Thursday night, Queensland time. Just gone past one minute past seven o'clock. And of course, it's one minute past nine in the land of the long world. Ten o'clock in the morning over there in the UK to our, our supporters and friends over there. And um, tonight, my co-host, Julia Baby, who you see on the top left-hand corner, has introduced uh, Carolyn Milne. We had Carolyn on uh, about two and a half months ago, and it was such an outstanding success that we've got her to come back on tonight to talk about souls. And because of Carolyn's um, love and her connection with and archangels, and um, I hand it back to you, uh, Julia. You're onto it. Yeah, welcome everyone. Welcome Carolyn, and welcome dear listeners. Good to have you join us on the show again. And yes, angels and archangels. I certainly can't get enough of them. So whenever I get the chance to um, invite someone like Carolyn or listen to someone who I know channels them very clearly and um, selflessly, so without mixing her own stories into it, then um, just always all ears. So welcome on the show, Carolyn. Thank you very much, Julia and Jeff. It's a pleasure to be here again. And we've got Archangel Javiel with us tonight. So it should be a really good show. Okay. Archangel Javiel is going to tell us about souls and how to connect with them. Who's Javiel? He's an angel that I haven't heard a great deal about, but he's been coming through to me for a few years and his role at this time is to introduce humanity through their soul to the divine so that they have that divine connection again through their soul, which everybody can have, everybody's entitled to, but we seem to have shut that down. With modern day living and whatnot, it seems to have gone completely. So now everybody can reconnect to their soul. And I don't need to tell you, Pear, how to do this. You're obviously well acquainted with your own souls. But a lot of people aren't. A lot of people have no idea and no idea that they do have this spark of divinity that is their right, that connects them directly to the divine. And they can talk to their angels to God Almighty, to whoever it is that they worship or revere or need at that time. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you about knowing that that um, the message that we all have that spark of divinity within ourselves and um, that we don't need anybody else to put it there, put it in there or connect it for us, that it's a part of us. That is actually a huge paradigm shift Um in many religious traditions, that's not actually a given, is it? Yes, but there are a lot of religions where it is a given. A lot of the Eastern philosophies and different types of shamanism do have it as a given. But it's uh, our Western society in particular has shut it down. And I'm not sure that it's so much a fault of religion or the interpretation of religion. I'm not sure how that came about. But it is definitely detrimental to people not to realise that they have this big soul connection because that's a big soul connection. When you are connected and you're relating to the divine on a daily basis, you are so much more fulfilled 
you are never alone. All these people who are saying how lonely they are and that they've got nothing to do and no connections. And I relish those times because they're the times when I can get stuck right into having big discussions with the angels and the ascended masters. I love being isolated because that's when I can do the deep work. And this is what people should be doing now. If they're in isolation, they've got no friends, no contacts, they're feeling lonely. Why not talk to your greatest friends of all, your dearly beloved, your guardian angels who are there for you every minute of every day? A very so, profound thing they told me, the guardian angels, was um, if you're an axe murderer on death row and not even your mother will speak to you anymore, your guardian angels are still there with you. That's how much they love you. It's quite incredible, isn't it? Sorry, Julie, I interrupted you. No, no, that's fine. That was um, that was good for us to hear. So I was just going to ask because, you know, I often have these conversations with people. Number one is how do you go about uh, connecting? And number two is how do you know you're not imagining it? Good questions. Very good questions. Faith is a big part of this and you do have to have faith. But the more you do this, the more faith you will have and you will know. You will know in your heart. So this is something that um, Javiel has just come through and told me about. This is, some, this is the last lesson that he is giving me, is that there is a process that you can follow to reach your soul, to get that message to meet that messenger. So first thing he says to do is to be very clear. There's no point trying to do it if you've been out all night in a den of iniquity, you come back with all the evil that you picked up and dreadful negative emotions and all sorts of things. And you're not going to be able to go there. You're not going to be able to quieten your mind. There's going to be this dirty cloud across. So first thing you've got to do is clear yourself. Now, there's a million different ways to do it, but none of them do it as well as the angels do. So Joviel came in yesterday to me and gave me a bit of a lecture because I was trying to channel him and I wasn't completely clear. So the message wasn't completely clear and I wasn't getting it entirely right. So he said, you must clear yourself before you start. So he took me then and took me up to the angelic realms and dropped me in this beautiful angelic blue pool. And this water in this pool just washes everything away to the deepest levels, right down to your, to your cellular memory just absolutely everything. And then you can come back completely clear and then you can do your work. He said, call upon me if you need clearing. Call upon me to do this clearing for you. And he does do it very, very well. Of course, Archangel Michael will also do it, any of the archangels or guardian angels. Lots of, lots of ascended masters will give you a very good clearing if you ask for it. So then we've done that part of it. We're nice and clear and focused. But then you've also got to put aside some time. You've got to 
um, not try and do it while the kids are playing around you or while the television's blurring in the background. You've got to be very, very quiet and have a space, a space where you can shut out the world. This is important for your focus. So try to have a space, try to be focused, and then, of course, you do have to actually shut out the world. And that's very hard because there's so much going on around us. It is such a busy world just now. So the, in the yeah, it sounds now. like somebody's washing up the dishes. Can I just fix that background noise? I won't fix it. <laughs> so, Jeff, hey, it sounds like there's a brewing pool. We just asked the archangels to help us drop back into that pool and clear it. Free phone call. Yeah. There you go. to me as well. Does it? I think one of the hardest things is toxic relationships, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's about... Sorry you know, about that. No worries. Just talking about, um, you know, being able to find that space, clear space. And I always remember being very amused about when um, the G20 was on and um, I think the, you know, Put President Putin and Obama were coming out to Brisbane and they're all speculating about whether he really brings that cone of silence with him. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just sort of going to invoke that cone of silence for us and the listeners. <laughs> toxic relationship. Just yeah, that yeah. Silence. yeah. All right. So you were saying, Carolyn, that um, yeah, this is all quite hot off the press. Archangel Joffield was talking to you this week, and it's how to yeah, and I have still haven't got my quiet place. <laughs> still got the noise. Sorry about that. All right. And um, so the first step is to um, yeah, well, not to visit a den of iniquity. I presume you mean like. Well, I don't know what I mean, but you know, if you're out partying all weekend or I don't know what you do for amusement. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. <laughs> Just a minute. I'll have another go. Hey, how's the bill repeat? Hey um <clears throat> So how to come how did you find um Carolyn in the first place? Carolyn is Reiki. She actually um is is in a Reiki group and uh she also does the online training for the rainbow energy i was quite interested that in that because it related to, sounded a bit like it was related to the qigong so i subscribed for that and then i got to know carolyn sorry that was my 91 year old father enjoying his curried sausages <laughs> right <laughs> sorry that's all right all right live radio that's what it's about live radio exactly <laughs> All right, so Archangel Jophiel, and then we the thread was basically clear yourself, dedicate time, be still, and then set the intent. So the intent being to... Whatever you want, you know, whatever you want. Some people are desperate for healing. Some people are um, feeling confused or lost. Um, other people want to move up with their spiritual path, they want to take the next step, they want to evolve or even transcend or ascend. So it just depends on what it is that you need in your life at that moment. A lot of people are looking for romance, joy, relationships, peace. Who doesn't want peace? Peace is so important. 
Yeah, and I think we we don't often realize how much stimulus we've got inside and outside of us that we kind of have to clear the space and come to the center and create a blank space from which we can start off again. Otherwise, we're just trapped on an eternal roundabout <laughs> trying to work out which exit to take out. And then we go. Yeah, then you can then you can look at a flame and draw that flame into your heart and follow it into your heart and see that flame into your soul, which is just below your heart or just behind your heart, depending on which spiritual belief system you're following. Pull that flame in, see it in the beautiful dome of your soul, or you can do some nice deep breathing and follow the breath down till you find your soul. The, the deep breathing is very good and can work in conjunction with a flame, but other people will have other methods of reaching that really quiet space where they can see and feel. So this is, this is the hard bit. You do have to do all that preparation before you can come to this point. This is the point that a lot of people get stuck at. But I can assure you, if you keep practising, you will find it. Some people need to have someone explain it and talk them through it. I can help a lot of people reach this space with a, a nice meditation, talking them through where they're going, or I can have the angels take them there. And that's another way you can do it. You can call your angels and ask them to take you to your soul. The angels are always there for you. And this is what Joe Fiala said. If you need to find your soul, if you want to find your soul, just call upon me and I will take you there. It is that easy. So don't be frustrated. Don't be don't think that you're not good enough. Don't think that you can't do it. I'm a very ignorant young old country girl with little education and absolutely no spiritual background. Religious, yes, I was an Anglican, but no spiritual background. I've had no teacher. So when I first started on my spiritual path, I used to pray for a teacher, for a master to show me the way. And the Divine Father came in and said, you will have no other teacher but me. So I've had to struggle on on my own. So a lot of the things that you will know from your esoterical teachings, I don't know. Now, if I can reach this point where I can channel the angels, there is no reason why anybody else in the world can't do it. You don't need a master to be able to do it. It does help, I'm sure. You don't need a religion. You don't need a particular diet. You don't need to abstain from anything. You just have to be a good person and try hard. Be patient. Anybody can do it. Hmm. So 
thank you for that encouragement, Carolyn. And um, just going back to the start of the conversation when you um, when you shared with us that Archangel Jophiel was wanting to um, had explained that there there is a process to connecting to the soul. So just recapping from what you said, saying it's basically create that quiet space and then ask the angels to clear you and then um, what the third step would be just to ask the angels to take you to the soul. Is that it? Do the, do the flame thing, do the breathing thing, do a nice deep meditation, then ask and they will be there mm. and then you can quieten your mind to hear what they say. And try not to be too judgmental. You're not going to see some great vision straight away in front of you. Well, you might. I hope you do. But it's unlikely that you're going to get a really big, clear vision straight away. It may take time. And the visions may get slowly brighter and stronger. Right at the beginning... I didn't have, well, I had a vision when I was a child, but when I started back on my journey when I was about 50, I didn't have any big visions. I didn't have any big sights. I did have, I did do lovely meditations and see lovely things. But when I first realised that I was channelling, I was sitting by the fire one day with some friends having a cup of tea and looking into the flames and talking to them and suddenly my voice changed and I realised that I was channelling and I channelled um, Maitreya a lot and I channelled Jesus and various angels. Jesus and Mary Magdalene were one of the first and Archangel Michael but then Maitreya came in a lot and I've only just in the last year or so realised that Azriel is also always with me. I knew there was an angel with me always and I knew it was a big golden angel, but now I know that it's Azriel. So it comes in different ways and how it comes to you depends a lot on past lifetimes, on your soul's evolvement throughout the ages. This is why some people come into the world and they realise at like eight years old that they're an ascended master. This is because they have done all that work in previous lifetimes. They have come into this lifetime just to be the ascended master and the teacher. But each one of us, does have these past lifetimes. Each one of us does have the power of this soul within us and each one of us can reach it. We can do this. And this is what Jophiel has been telling me for about a month. All this month I have had Jophiel with me telling me about souls. So now we're going to ask that for a message, for a messenger to bring us a message. What Ever is for our highest good at that time is a good one to ask for because then you get what you need. And but you can ask for anything, you know, if you've got a headache, ask for a healing. 
um, whatever it is that you want, ask for. You won't get it unless you ask for it. You've got to ask. It's the same as anything else in life. Yeah. And I guess it's, it's actually quite funny um, listening to you about sitting next to the fire, chatting with your friends, the next thing you're channeling without knowing it. And, and I think that's the, the really quite mind-boggling part of it is that, you know, we can just be going around our merry life and just like they can just pop in like that if we open the door, if we just um, step aside and allow them in. But they're always kind of on tap, always available, always interacting. Mm -hmm. They always seem to know what's what's going on with us. Which, that uh, was quite frightening, actually, Julia. That was, was quite it? scary. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. I didn't know what it was. Had no teaching or understanding of these things. It took me several days to work out what was going on. Yeah. I didn't even know about channeling. Mm. I have to admit, um, I think one time that really made an impression on me and I've had friends like you who you know just having a cup of tea and then suddenly they'll just drop in these pearls of wisdom and it's just the truth of it is just so you can't deny it you just know in your heart that that is the truth and there's no contesting it but um, I know what what you said about the clearing I was really interested once I was um, I think it was a group meditation or or one-on-one -on -one and the person I was working with brought Mother Mary in and um, she asked Mother Mary to clear um, clear entities around me and I was going, huh, entities? What? I didn't know what they were at that time. And I was sort of scanning and I couldn't feel anything, but she just said behind and, you know, and, and as I watched with my sort of inner eye, you know, it was it was really quite amazing, extraordinary what was that these parasites or entities had actually been attached to me without me ever being aware of them. I think most people do have from time to time um, some people have a lot of attachments all the time when I've been doing spiritual affairs and things they come in to me for people come to me for especially for that and often they're aware and it is worrying them and they don't know what to do with it that's um, it can be a worry but yes she asked uh, uh, um, Mother Mary and Mother Mary is very good she is the um, chief angel the boss <laughs> she is the boss lady up there and it's interesting that it is a boss lady <laughs> yes, and yeah Archangel Michael is there by her side of course and a lot of other beautiful archangels I don't think we know the archangels enough and the angels as well as we should. I, I think because we've been so cut off for so long, we don't have that inner sight, that inner knowledge of the angels. It's sort of been lost to us. The ancient people used to talk about angels a lot and they seem to know them and recognise them much more than we do today. And I think that's also, you know, that's why I'm interested. I'm going to ask you when you, when Archangel Jophiel connects with you, sort of like, how do you, you know, how, how do you know that it's Jophiel and how is Jophiel different from the others? Like, and that's why a lot of people are interested in, in you know, listening to you or finding out more is so that they can compare us so when they're getting their own impressions. They kind of know they're on the right track. Uh, Jophiel's got white blonde hair very light very light being like he's shining white light, light. 
light blonde hair, very light blue eyes, like sky blue eyes. But I don't recognise him in, as a physical form because angels don't always come to you as physical forms. Often they're just orbs. So um, I saw him very clearly today and that's probably the clearest physical um, identity I've had of him. He was making it's an impression. It's it's more a, a feeling, yeah. more a feeling. I can always recognise Archangel Michael because he's been with me forever, and Jesus, of course, forever, and um, Mary Magdalene, and yeah, Quan Ying, and Maitreya is often comes to me as a old uh, Chinese man leaning on a stick very old Asian man on a stick with a huge long white beard, very thin white beard trailing right down in blue. He's always in blue and there's often gardens involved. I'm a, a bit of a gardener, so I don't know whether that plays into it or not. There's garden and, and water features and, yeah, and we sit down on a bench together and have a chat, which is really lovely. So I have a really good connection to him. But for many years I've known that this big golden angel, Azriel, was with me. I've only ever seen Azriel up until quite recently as a golden orb. And she's actually in my aura photographs as a golden orb. So, yeah, that's very special. But she's very, very close. Oh, beautiful. She's coming through as you're talking to, her, talking to us. It's gorgeous. You have to feel her. Jeff, what about you? You've... you've how do you know that you're talking to an archangel when you're doing your own vision quests, dream time? You do talk to angels, don't you, Jeff? Yeah, car parking one. Hey, um, <clears throat> hey, um, I need some help. <clears throat> um, who do I call for um, relationships? Carolyn, that's the address to you, not to me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to work out who's with him. <laughs> Who we can ask? Oh, there you go. Your feels being scanned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, yeah, no, don't um, distract her. Hey? Don't distract her. She's scanning. No, no, there's, no. there's a lovely lady with you who will help you with that. Oh, One of the ascended masters. That'd be my mum. One of the ascended masters. No, master. no, it's an ascended master. Oh, Your mum might be an ascended master. No? <laughs> Your mum might be an ascended master. Well, yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. Hey, uh... <laughs> Ask them for help. Ask the ascended masters for help. Hey, um, so last I year I had the divine feminine to come in, you know? Yeah? Kuan Ying, love. Yeah. What? What's going to happen there with you? Kuan Yin is with Kuan you. is with you and will help you with your relationships. Am I saying it wrong? Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're on to it. Okay, so who does she pacify, me or the female? Pacify. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you both need pacifying. I don't think Carolyn needs to pacify. But I will let you if you want to. 
<laughs> oh, I thought I'm doing all right. Are you both like I get the hanging right thrown in and I'm thinking, oh my god. <clears throat> Just have to stay in the moment, I have to stay present and then I I feel like a, I'm an island, you know, from Moana the movie, you know, and all of a sudden the waves keep coming down and the island breaks down and all you got is this atoll with this calmness in the center of the atoll, you know. Do not alone, Jeff. He said atoll, A T O L L. He didn't say anything else. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of the divine message getting worn down. Oh, God, my God. <clears throat> well, as long as you don't start being a rock, we'll be okay. Ah, a rock. There you go. We will rock you. That's my favorite song. Hey, um. But no, all jokes aside, because I, I just have to have the comical side of life to sort of break the. Sometimes it can be um, a bit overwhelming. So, um, what could Kwon Yon? I'm oh, sorry, Kwon Yin. What would she be able to bring to myself? How would that help me as a masculine, divine masculine, whatever you want to call us? You know, how do we temper ourselves to to be able to absorb that? Um, female presence coming in and relationships and talking about, yeah. She will come in to give you what it is that you are lacking, to help you with whatever you are lacking. Okay. So if you're too masculine and aggressive, she'll bring in the feminine to, to, to soften you. Right. I suspect that she's going to soften out some of those old masculine edges of you, Jeff. Thank you, Carolyn. <laughs> and what about who, who comes in for the female side of things? Then? Who does that? Well, I can't read her. She's not here and I don't know her. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we've got to ask for permission, it? otherwise trespassing, isn't it? That's right, yeah. But Conying, I'm sure, would help you both. Okay. Well, yeah. Thank you very much for that. And you, can, you can ask her to anyway. You can ask for whoever you want to help you with your relationship. Cool. It's, you, you usually have, see, you talked about some of the masculine entities around you, but you didn't mention any feminine entities around you. You usually have both. You usually have one or two of both. You don't usually have just all male entities or just all female entities helping you behind the scenes. I'm talking about angels and ascended masters, etc. You That's usually cool. you usually have a bit of a balance to keep you balanced. Um, often the stronger of the entities that is with you will be the entity that you need most. So I've had a lot of Maitreya, Metatron, Jesus. I've had a lot of male entities with me. That's to counter my femininity. But I also have the female entities with me also, the more feminine, Gabrielle and, well, angels are neither one or the other. But you generally feel or see them as male or female and this is depending on i believe what you need in your life okay so uh, obviously I'm, I'm just surrendering with ease and grace here to, to take on this conversation 
so um, in our society and both in the business world and the political world um, with the masculine energy there how do we bring that into balance because that seems like I'm just a micro of the macro does that make sense yes yeah the divine feminine is coming and this will be the age of the mother all that old masculine nastiness I was going to say hard ass but I don't know if that's appropriate but all that hard old masculine energy the wars the all that greed the, the harder masculine part of life will be gone and we will be ruled by women and I mean not just the divine mother coming and helping us I mean women will be more in power there will be a lot more women in power through this feminine age men will still be there and they'll still be prominent but now men are overpowering women in every aspect of life in the future it will the pendulum will swing the other way and it will be mothers in power but then it'll come back to an equilibrium where there is equal power so we're going to go through from an age of men to an age of women and then to an age of equality that's what i've been told Yeah, well, we're yeah. Wishing, we're wishing we're wishing we're a problem. Problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> of course, we might be talking millions of years here. Sorry, I realise what you're saying. No, I mean, look, I think you know to sort of um, bring in an aspect is obviously a lot of um, you know we, we talk about the masculine, but you know we have things like strength and warrior and then emotional intelligence and you know and since the 80s we've already had people in what we would consider sort of male institutions starting to learn to communicate and use emotional intelligence do things like active active listening uk ministers mps have been here and have been promoting mindfulness so i think you know the there is already a change both within the feminine in terms of us, the feminine standing up and being a bit more masculine within the feminine, balancing that within ourselves and within the masculine also um, opening up to some of the, um, what was previously considered a feminine trait like dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and trying it out and embracing it. And, you know, we had ballet dancer um, Tim Turquoise on, on the show and, you know, he's just gorgeous because he actually is perfectly balanced and, you know, it's just a different energy when somebody is perfectly balanced between masculine and feminine, between rational and knowing, intuition and feeling and, you know, doing. So I think it's something we can we can welcome and not be scared of. How's that, Jeff? Are you feeling better now? I think you better tell the audience that Moa um, kind of wanted to go dancing. And so I thought, oh, yeah, I'll never go out there. And so, um, 
I thoroughly enjoy it. I'll tell you what, it's um, if anybody's done NLP or brain gym educational kinesiology, I mean, uh, the male's got a lead, he's got to step up. You know, it's quite an interesting, subtle struggle here, but dynamics between the female who's controlling the household budget and all the other things, and all of a sudden she's got to let go and let the male lead. But at the same time, you know, the male's got to start interacting between left brain, right brain, front, back. And I find that quite exhilarating to um, come away from a, well, 10 past seven to a quarter to 10. is a 20 minute break, but I find it really, really thoroughly enjoying, enjoyable, you know. Pretty brilliant. And one of my favorite hymns at school was, I'm the Lord of the Dance, said he. <laughs> I remember that. It was beautiful. I know. It's so uncharacteristic of the other ones, like onwards, all them, you know, misery. And it's just like, dance, dance, wherever you may be. And I'll go, yes. All right, I'll tell you, if any male is listening, I'm going to tell you now, get your shoes on, dress just really nice and uh, groom yourself well and go on down. And um, I think you'd be pleasantly surprised. I mean, there's... <clears throat> There's no need to go to these den of inequities. What was that place you were talking about? Now, Sandra was, you know, um, <laughs> the pub, the club, the, the brothels, or whatever. Just go down to the learn how to dance. I mean, you got to hold a lady. You know, you got to be graceful. You've got to start working with the energy of that female as it merges with you, and then you got to. It's quite, it's quite earth shattering for a fellow of my age who just did dancing at school and that's been a long time before we've had a go. Fantastic. Yeah. I don't think we talked about archangels and talked about <laughs> dancing, but it's, I suppose it's all part and parcel of going live on a radio station, isn't it? I found when I'm having a great time dancing or swimming or gardening or, and I'm just in a really relaxed, happy place. I will feel the divine come into me. And it's just such a beautiful feeling. Did you feel that when you were dancing, Jeff? Did you feel that lovely energy coming through? I, um, last night was was the pinnacle because uh, a male teacher, uh, he's, he's got his former girlfriend that's his dance partner, but then he's got three other ex dancing girlfriends in the group yeah and they get on really really well it's fantastic they're all very skilled at different dances and um so there's four of them and um, they come along and it's like you're getting marked but it's social dancing it's not competitive but last night which is because i know i wake up in the morning and i could that black and white image imagery of dancing had come into play and it was in my in my conscious awareness so when we came dancing yesterday last night the people come up normally and they say, oh, they take over and I say, oh, I've got the thumbs up. Yeah, really going well. And then at the very end, as we walk down, oh, Jeff, you went really, really well today. I said, yeah, I can feel it. It was really, really good. Yeah, so maybe I should invite archangels to come in and just just help move that energy a bit more, isn't it? Does that make sense? That's a great idea. Yeah. I am sure. And fairies, fairies love to dance. The oh, angels. Yeah. There with you, Jeff. The fairies would have been. 
That's the word he didn't wasn't looking for. But yeah, five foot twelve theory, I tell you what. I'm all my mates, so I can't tell them about that. <laughs> hey, the show's not about me tonight, by the way. It's, come on, Carolyn. Just taking a yeah. I suppose that's the female coming in there, the divine feminine. Now Julie that. was doing a really good job of keeping us on track. <laughs> we started off finding the quiet place. We went within. We've reached our soul. We've talked to our angels. We've called them in and we've asked them for a message. Now, when you get the message, you've got to have enough faith. Now, that's why I was telling you. That's why I was telling you about. You better go and have a drink of water. I was telling you about how um, strange it is when something, a big entity, suddenly starts coming through you. It, it is a. Well, it can be scary if you're not used to it, and I was scared the first time or the first few times. But these scary. When you get over being scared and you can accept that this is divine, then you can accept what they're saying, that they are giving you what you need at that time. Now, it is important to do that clearing before you start and make sure that you have that good connection with the angels before you start because you can be mistaken and inviting the wrong type of entities. Okay, it's very question. important to ask for only divine. Now, when you're stating your intention right up front, ask for only divine, and you will have only divine coming through you. A lot of people like to talk to their dearly departed, and this is nice in times of grief, but remember... Just because they have passed over doesn't make them superior to what they were in life. They are superior, actually, because they've had all the nasty things removed from them. But they're no more evolved than they were when they passed over. Okay. So to say I am guided by my grandmother, which is a lovely lady, and I wouldn't mind that, but it's not the same as being guided by a ascended master or an angel so i always ask for only divine and if i'm if i'm working with people who are grieving i will talk to their dearly departed or i will talk to mine if i'm grieving or if i wanted to get grandma's recipe or something but for divine guidance you must go to the divine so only divine and then you know you're sorted you know you're getting it from the best source. It's coming through from the highest source, from the wisest source. So um, I noticed um, some, one of the disciples of uh, Jesus asked, how do you pray? So he said, I seek the kingdom of heaven and ask and go down that path. How do you do it? Well, I, I suppose when you go up to the angelic realms, you have reached the kingdom of heaven, haven't you? Is that not the kingdom of heaven? 
I do go up and talk to the Divine Father himself. I do go up to the throne. Do you? And I still say the Lord's Prayer daily, at least daily, sometimes many times a day. Well, I'll tell you what. My, my, <laughs> if I find he's not listening, I'll go and talk to Mum. You get a different answer from Mum from than Dad. Well, yeah, you, that's right. <laughs> I mean, uh, what's it say if you come into me as a child? You have the keys of the kingdom of heaven. So, you know, that's I come in as a child, be a bit cheeky, ask the question. You've got to come with innocence, isn't it? That's your intent, isn't it? Yes. I, I think an absence of greed or self-advancement or those sort of things just come... Just come in innocence, like you say, but not come in and ask for a million dollars. You know, it, it's not what it's all about. Some people think it is, but I, I don't. I don't ever do that. Mm. I never ask. Very, very rarely do I ask for myself. Only that I can be of service, and that I am following the right path and that sort of thing or that i have everything i need to follow the right path yeah and i think that's one of the one of the reasons that you know in the past as kids or as teenagers we might have tried to earnestly talk to angels and then not had a result and then sort of given up and said they don't exist because you know, in I think in certain cases they won't give us what we think we need. Good call, John. Yeah. Just the same as parents won't buy a young teenager a racing car. You know, they they care for you the same as your parents would care for you. So they're not going to give you something that will harm you. Or something that will prevent you from learning the lessons that you need for this lifetime. The other half, the mother, is Sophia, light of creation, the first aeon that was created. You were talking about going to the mother instead of the father. The father won't give you what you want. You go to mum. <laughs> mum is Sophia, light of creation. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, we've got to look after the number one Sunday. So we have a question from one of the listeners, Monica Hanna. Could we ask you if the archangel, should we ask the archangels to come in every day or are they just with us? They are just with you, but you should talk to them daily. If you can set aside the time to talk to them daily, you will find it very, very beneficial. Just ask them what you need for this day and thank them for being with you. And you get lots of blessings, lots and lots of blessings. If I've got a trip to do, I will ask for them to clear the way for me and bring me back safely. And I often get red, green lights for miles, you know. If I get a red light, I, I get a bit um, annoyed, you know. I shouldn't get any red lights, <laughs> just all green lights, no traffic. <laughs> Well, I and think it depends on what you like, Carolyn. <laughs> you know, and, and the parking space is right outside the shop. 
Actually, we did you a session last night um, to help the uh, the the pod whale, the whales that had been beached and Tasmania. in Tasmania, and also to uh, sort of intervene or support those who are in aged care facilities locked up in different countries. And you know, as a facilitator, I have to admit I had really no idea how we were going to do it. So I just basically saw that the angels were lifting us up because we had the intent up to a realm where there were others that were doing that from all different levels, including the whale nations. And it was just like, oh, well, there's this assembly and we're just going to be part of it and they know what they're doing. So it, then it was just following and being a part of it. So it's really useful, especially for those situations where you have no clue how it can be done, just to sort of team up with the angels and get them to take the lead, isn't it? Yes, definitely, definitely, especially when you can't deal with something. When there's something that comes up that I can't deal with, a relationship or something, it's usually relationships, isn't it? I hand it over to the angels. I say, can you fix this? And they'll often bring me that person I can't have the relationship with as a little child and I can nurse them and nurture them as a little child until that relationship is fixed. So, yeah. They're very good with relationships, but anything at all. The, I know what you mean about that. those whales stranded. It just tears your heart out, doesn't it? Because they're such innocent beings, you know. There's no malice or anything in them, but they're going to die such a painful, nasty death. And there's such beautiful things when they're flying free in the water. It's gorgeous. We had a mate, Fraser on, we were out in a little aluminium dinghy, about a kilometre or so off the off the beach there. Just three of us in this little dinghy and <sighs> big spray. Hello, that's a bit close for comfort. <laughs> oh, they're all very close for comfort. A bit like a multi-story car park full of bloody whales out there at Harvey Bay. So they all came and checked her out. Hey, um, I thought it'd be a cheeky bugger. I went to um, one of the pet warehouses and I bought one of those um, dog whistles that you can actually change the pitch. Yeah. So we're blowing that. Oh, that was what attracted them, you reckon? Oh, I got some dolphins come through. Oh. Mm. Anyway, the Fraser Island is basically the maternity ward, isn't it? For all the young calves being born up there. Is that what you call them? Calves? I don't know. I think so. Oh, it's a beautiful experience, but we'll ask the angels. Yeah. Hey, um, okay, so we're talking about uh, different ranks here. I, I, I get the feeling we've got angels and we've got archangels. So um, what, what's, um, what's the difference between the, the two structures there? I see lots of different structures. I see lots of different entities, different, and I I really don't think that there's so much of a hierarchy because I see the little fairies right up with Jesus and the ascended masters. I see the little fairies around the throne. So there doesn't seem to be so much of a hierarchy. I think they may have different functions. 
But given, given that they are omnipotent, surely they can all do anything. And I'm not sure that this structure is not a man-made thing. I, I don't really understand that at all because I know they're all omnipotent. I know they can all do anything. They're all part of God. They're all part of the one. And what you started off the show was also saying that we are as well. We have that divinity with the spark of divinity within us for the soul. I tend to look at it more mathematically, like we're just a fraction of the one. And if you sort of keep on going up the your denom common denominator tree, you'll finally end up back at the one. <laughs> so you know, sort of just sort of um, rather than reducing yourself. Um, exponentially, you can go the other way around and reconnect to the soul, reconnect to the divine source, and um, just sort of get get closer and closer, more connected in. So, what you're saying is that there's a single cell organisms that's decided to self-replicate to experience itself. Yeah, and then forgotten through all the replications. <laughs> You sort of ended up in a drain pipe in a car park somewhere and going, why me? Why is this happening to me? <laughs> I saw that movie. God well, female was in a bloody hospital. Ward. Was she? What was she saying? <laughs> no, it was quite funny. I'm not sure about, no, I just made that up. But I know, but I saw the movie. Okay. I think Matt Damon was on that. If you, if you believe that you have the spark of the divinity within and you said it, Julia, this is infinite. What is a fraction of infinity? Is that not infinite too? Thank you. Where, where do we begin and where do we end? Exactly. It's all sort of just along the, just at one end or the other. <laughs> it's all part of the same line. So what are you saying? Is it I'm and you two girls and you two girls are inside me? Is that what you're saying? Um, <laughs> we are all one. We are all one. <laughs> We're all part of the big circle. I'm not sure about all... entangled the way that you described it. But... <laughs> but yeah, we are opposite ends of the same line. <laughs> That's right. Like that, that okay. actually, we are the Vogue, futile as resistance. <laughs> hey, it's good. Um, so we've had you on two, month, two and a half months ago, and um, people I spoke to were just shell-shocked with what transpired with you um, when you were nine years old and you had um, the angel come and appear before you and talk to you and then you came across to your Rockhampton um, religious school and you explained to the nuns what had happened and they basically put you into purgatory for a whole month and it was your father who said, look, darling, I love you. I understand where you are, but you just got to quite otherwise they'll lock you up in a mental asylum um that played with so many people that i spoke to that um for you to meritoriously wait till you're in your 50s to go back and recover if that's the right word to take on board what you happened to you when you were nine years old i think that's an amazing transformation uh, temerity can't put any other words into it i mean that's just you think about from nine years old to 50 you could have been doing something 
more profound in those lost years, isn't it? You know, from making up for yeah, the and I'm not sure. I can never understand why they gave it to such a small child. I was such a small, helpless child. You know, if I'd been a boy child, maybe I, <laughs> I don't know. But the children in at that time were just chattels, weren't they? I guess they felt threatened. You know, when people react badly or like that with such force. Such cruelty. They were and unthinkingness. It's because they feel threatened, isn't it? Or, yeah, not Or they see within you a part that they deny within themselves. Well, they just put you down as a highly imaginative kid. Yeah. But a highly imaginative kid shouldn't be locked up for six weeks and bashed. Mm. You know, that, that was if I was just a highly ima um, imaginative child. That was pretty harsh oh, for punishment. Sure. For those nuns, I mean, they're following a book that you could could actually say it's highly imaginary fairy tale story, isn't it, too? They weren't nuns. They were just teachers. Wow. There was no nuns there. Oh, it was an Anglican school. They didn't have Anglican nuns there. It was an oh. Anglican girls' school. They don't have nuns. Well, they did, do have nuns, but they not teaching nuns like the Catholics do. Hmm. Oh, I see. Right. So, so they were just lay teachers. They were just lay teachers, yeah. So they didn't have any of that esoterical knowledge to, to um, gather you unto them and then hold you and then um, bring out the gift in you because they would have been so, well, what's the word? They would have relished someone to be able to communicate like that, like those sisters over there. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I always knew that there was something. I always knew that there was something more that I had to do and I always felt that. I always had that calling within me. I did have a calling once. I was at home alone and asleep and my husband was asleep beside me. Well, I wasn't alone. I had my husband beside me. And I heard my father calling me and I got up and looked and that happened several times several nights running before i realized that it was the calling and there's instance of this in the bible where people have the calling and they get up and look for their father i got up and looked for my father he was in new south wales and i was in queensland so it obviously wasn't him but i was looking for him i was looking for my father and that sort of happened about the time I turned 50. So there was a lot of clues along the way as to what I should be doing. And even now I'm not sure that I'm doing everything that I can do or that I should be doing. All I can do is relay the messages to the greatest of my ability to as many people as I can. That's all I can do. And the message now is yes awaken your soul go within connect to the divine and they keep giving me reasons why you should do it you should do it to enrich your life you should do it to gain the wisdom that you need to be truly happy you should do it to gain healing power it is empowering 
I can feel the power of the angels. Clarity. I have been so clear today. So yesterday I had the big clearing with JVL. He took me up and dumped me in this angelic pool that washes everything from you. And he said, now you are clear. And I was so clear and I have been so clear and I slept so well. So it affects your health, your mental well-being. It just brings so much to your life. You just expand. You become a much greater person. I had no idea that I could write or that I could speak. And I was quite a shy person. But now I know I can and I have to. And I do, and I enjoy it now. But so you gain so much by connecting to your soul, to the divine. You can bring so much more into your life. If you're lonely and want a friend, by connecting to your angels, by connecting to the divine, you can ask for a friend. You can ask for someone to come in to help you, and they will be there. It is quite incredible the number of times that I've asked for help and it's just been made out for me, just what I needed when I needed it. I know when I've introduced people to their souls and worked with them for a little while, they've gone on to do lovely things, do really beautiful things. People who were on drugs and in very bad relationships and about to leave home and homeless and in a really dreadful state. I remember one young lad coming in. He was homosexual. He had lots of um, piercings and tattoos in black leather and he was just covered in demons and he said, help me, please. And I can never turn anyone away. Put him down on the bed, worked on him, for hours, removing demon after demon after demon and cleansing and healing. And, and he just kept coming back every day. Now he's a nurse. So, yeah, it's, it's just incredible to go from a, a druggie in such a dreadful state to becoming a nurse, working, responsible and helping others now doing spiritual work to help others. So there's countless times that this has happened where I've been able to introduce people to their soul and then they've gone on to fulfil what they needed to fulfil in their life, to become a whole person. From being broken, isolated, in distress, to being a whole person again. It doesn't work every time. There have been times when I've done the work and the people have slipped back again, back to drugs, back to whatever it was they were doing that was wrong. You just have to accept that the time was not right for them, that maybe in this lifetime they won't improve their so if you do good works and you 
speak to your angels daily and you follow the advice and you help people and you are there for people, you expand your soul. You grow your soul. You have more soul particles. I'm not sure how to put it. But if you do evil things and hurt people, your soul contracts. You lose particles until there is very little soul left. So those people who are doing good works on earth today, who are being selfless and helping wherever they can, their souls are expanding and they are ascending. Now, I heard another lady talking about ascension and she was talking about how the chakras move as you become started to ascend. I think she said they all came together in your throat. I've done some work on this and I believe eventually before you ascend, your seven chakras form the seven sides of your Merkambar and that goes out through your soul star as you ascend. So your seven, just around your heart somewhere that happens. It's a fascinating subject. If you can use a pendulum, you can um, ask where the position of your chakras are or whoever you're working with, you can ask where they are at. And I've found that with a lot of people, especially those ones that I've been working with for many years, their chakras have moved. They are all coming into the centre. I saw one of my old students just recently and he brought his beautiful new wife and I was so excited to meet her and she was on her spiritual path too. And their chakras were moving almost in unison. So it was really lovely to see. Beautiful. Thanks for um, making the case for why it would be a really good idea to connect with the divine aspect of ourselves through the soul and making the case for that, sharing what is possible. I'm glad that you brought up the examples of how entities can be cleared and how they can interfere with us and how being disconnected can kind of make us, yeah, empty. So I guess the takeaway is if we want to avoid being vampires, energy vampires for other people, we see to it that we yeah, connect to our own internal divine source through our soul and um, we sort of, yeah, unfold all that we can be and that all that we want to be in that way. So while you were talking, Carolyn, Jeff, and for the listeners rather than the watchers, Carolyn has uh, authored a book called Listen the Angels Speak, which I think is available on her website and on Amazon. And um, Carolyn Milne also um, teaches and uh, does workshops and sends out emails. So, And she's also on fa Facebook under her name. So these are all methods that you can get in touch with her if you have any questions. So the Facebook handle is Listen the Angels Speak. So, Carolyn, is there anything else you want to add tonight in terms of if people want to get in touch with you, how to do that? No, I think if they go to listentheangelspeak.com.au, 
they will find all the instructions on how to find me. It's quite it's simple. And don't hesitate. I'm here for everybody. Don't turn anybody down ever. Whereabouts? Where are you? Where are you located? Uh, I'm at Wombai on the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, yeah, and you can come and see me here. Yes. Okay, so for those people listening, because they've got people in New Zealand and overseas, so one by a um, nice little country community um, just north of Brisbane, Sunshine Coast in Queensland. There just south of Nambour. Yeah, there's six yeah. Ks south of Nambour. Yeah, by Chen Rizzi. Aren't you? Chen Rizzi? And Udlo there? Udlo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Um, okay, so you mentioned the point I just wanted to ask you. Did you ever go and ask your archangels uh, what program are you on? You know, where are you? What What does well, that mean? Well, you know, you're talking about you ask all these different angels for different help and assistance and stuff and you're not quite sure what you're supposed to be doing. Have you ever thought about putting your hand up and saying, excuse me, uh, what's my job here? What am I supposed to be doing here? What's What do I come here to learn or teach? or What program am I on? They give me different functions at different times. And just okay. now it is this soul stuff. I've got to work on the soul and introducing everybody to their soul and getting it across how important it is, Okay, the soul thing. But... They give me different messages at different times. I seem to work with one entity on one thing and then they take me to another thing. I think my job here is to be a voice for the angels, not just the angels. I often work with ascended masters too. I did a lot of work with St Francis of Assisi. I did a lot of work with Maitreya. I've written a whole book on Matria that I've never published, uh, and Jesus as well. So I've got a few books there that I haven't published, and I've just been thinking about putting them out on Kindle so that the word gets out. It's no use me having them on the computer. I'm going to end up losing it or have a breakdown or something. Mm. Oh, you just have to back it up, you know. <laughs> Jesus saves, backs up. <laughs> Hey, um, it's, it's pretty brilliant. Um, anything else, mate? No, I think that's good. Well, I'll be getting Jofiel on the line now. <laughs> no question about that. Yeah. I get Courtney on. My dancing partner has just sent me a little thing of she's got a big, huge 1.5 meter statue in her home saying, Ha ha ha, I've got Kwan Yon here. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny when you meet with people and you are connected to them, you're often working with the same master. She's got the Kuan Yin in her house, probably because she's working with Kuan Yin too. So often people are connected in strange spiritual ways. What do you say about that then, Julia? I haven't met Jane, so I'm not saying anything. <laughs> So anyway, dear listeners, thank you for joining us today and Carolyn. And um, yes, I hope you've been encouraged to 
spend more time communicating with your angels and um, have a new mission in life to connect with your soul and um, embody that a little more. Carolyn, thank you very much for joining us tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you, Julia and Jeff. That was so much fun. I thought so. Very I just fun. love coming on here. It's like a game. It's like a, I don't know. Love it. Thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Great. Thanks a lot for. There you go. Hey, um, bloody brilliant. Thank you very much, and um, we'll, we'll catch you on. Flip side, as they say, in it. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Carolyn. Thank you, Julia. Loved it. Thank Good you. Good night. We did Bye -bye. too. Thank you. Okay. Bye.